We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Mid-America's most trusted source for news. KMOX. At 5.03, it's a cloudy sky, 37 degrees downtown at the Arch. Today is Thursday, January 12th. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story on Total Information PM. More from our KMOX exclusive interview with the new St. Louis Chief of Police. Robert Tracy and St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones sat for a half-hour interview on TIAM. This is Carol Daniel. As the chief works on his crime plan for St. Louis, he explained how he'll take what he learned while on the New York City police force to track crime in St. Louis by applying business management principles to police work, along with community engagement. And what you do is you track numbers of seven-day, 28-day, and year-to-date, which you compare analysis against the year prior. And then you break it down where the mayor hit on that there's certain communities that are up, some are down, and you're not just looking at a citywide trend. You're looking at specific areas. Chief Tracy comes to St. Louis with 2022 assaults and drug violations down, but car thefts up 78 percent. Mayor Tashara Jones. While they're encouraging, is still no victory lap for us to take um, because they are stable in some areas um, and just slightly down in others. You can hear the rest of the interview, including why the mayor felt Chief Tracy was the man for the job by going to KMOX.com. Interest in the Rams' settlement money is rising. St. Louis City and County are upping the interest they're getting from the Rams' settlement money, with both placing their shares of the funds into higher-yield accounts. The city's $280 million is handed over to the Missouri Securities Investment Program. The county puts their $169 million into 6- to 11-month notes. Neither indicated how much interest the money will earn. Both the city and county face criticism for letting the money sit for a year with very little interest before being put into interest-bearing bank accounts. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. St. Louis County Councilwoman Rita Days has been fined by the Missouri Ethics Commission for changing her campaign treasure without filing it with the state. Missouri Congresswoman Ann Wagner gets the prime assignment she was hoping for, chair of the Capital Markets Subcommittee. This is the branch of the Financial Services Committee that oversees the Securities and Exchange Commission, among other things. Wagner says her goal as chair is to improve transparency in the nation's capital markets. Four homeless tents have popped up on a grassy hill overlooking the entrance ramp to westbound 44 at Hampton Avenue. One of the four men living in those tents, Richard Zagari, was asked, how do you stay warm at night? I got hand warmers. How cold is it in the tent overnight? Oh, it gets pretty cold, but if you stay under your blankets, you know, your body heat gets trapped under there and you stay pretty warm. The 32-year-old Zagari says he is not into drugs, but another man in the tent group told us he is addicted to fentanyl and he lost a job as a union insulator along with his marriage, his kids, a house with a swimming pool, and a boat in the driveway. 
Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. Now, the latest from the Illinois Capitol. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is responding to rural sheriffs who say they will not enforce the new law banning sales of assault-style weapons. You don't get to decide I'm going to drive 150 miles an hour on the highway and there should be no consequences. Um, and the same thing is true about carrying out the um, assault weapons ban and a ban on high-capacity magazines and also switches. Madison County Prosecutor Tom Haynes says he thinks the new Illinois gun law probably won't survive a court challenge. I do not see how a law that bans what is probably the most common firearm in America, AR-style style firearms, for, for whatever you think about them, they are, they are very common under current Supreme Court precedent. I don't see how that law stands. The ban is for the sale of semi-automatic rifles and high-capacity magazines, something gun store owners typically have in stock or can get. Illinois State Rep Bob Morgan says those owners will have to rely on other sales. I'm sympathetic to any business that is trying to sell a a legal product, um, and I'm confident that these these retailers are going to be able to adjust to selling just handguns and uh, to uh, hunting rifles and other things that will continue to be allowed under this legislation. As to elected sheriffs saying they won't follow the new law. And uh, I have a feeling that... Uh, their communities are going to hold them accountable. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. It would be like the Missouri Sex Offender Registry, except for murderers on parole. State Representative Lane Roberts' bill specifically targets those who were not acting in self-defense when they took someone's life. If, if somebody is on parole who has demonstrated a proclivity for doing that, then wouldn't the next-door neighbor want to know, if you were going to send your children to a home where this person resided, wouldn't you want to know? If being on the murder registry is hard on the murderer on parole, Robert says that's a harsh reality for what they did. A similar bill passed the House last session, but not the Senate. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. The KMOX Business Desk crews are setting up as we speak for the 2023 St. Louis Auto Show downtown. KMOX's Scott Jagow was there. I'm in the massive showroom at America Center, 400 new models on display. You can come down, get inside the vehicles, see which ones you like without any pressure. There's also the million dollar mile where you have cars like a Bugatti that costs 1.6 million beautiful sports cars. They have indie cars here. There's an electric vehicle exhibit. Lots of things to do for kids. It runs Friday through Monday. I'm Scott Jagow from the America Center. Well, as we continue on Total Information PM, let's get the latest on the water situation in St. Charles. There's a public meeting tonight for those who want to get uh, the very latest information or for those who are trying to get up to speed on this uh, situation that's been ongoing. Uh, Joining us on KMOX is St. Charles City Mayor Dan Borgmeyer. Thanks for the time, Mayor. Pleased to be with you. So uh, first of all, what what is the very latest? Kind of set the scene here for those who are just jumping into the story uh, with the water situation and the wells in St. Charles City. Well, in St. Charles, we have we produce about six million gallons of water a day, which was coming from seven wells, uh, due to some contamination, which we think is coming from the Ameren substation. There, um, we are down to we were down to five and four, and now we're down to two wells. So we're producing about a million and a half gallons a day, uh, as opposed to six, and we're being forced to buy the the, uh, the the makeup water from the city of St. Louis, which is fine; it's available, but it also is more expensive to the tune of about thirty eight to forty cents uh, per thousand. So it's a burden on our taxpayers, and uh, we feel that uh, our biggest well, number nine, was the last one we shut down. That was our workhorse well. So um, we've had clean wells all along. We had a problem a few years ago. Uh, EPA came in, uh, 
discussed it with Ameren. They were supposed to give us uh, some new wells and some help us upgrade our plant and to monitor it. And somehow or other in the process, they were convinced by Ameren that they had taken care of the problem. And uh, and that uh, so the, uh, the uh, rod or the rules said that they didn't have to fix our wells or fix our plant. Well, now that it's called a flume, once it gets uh, contaminated, that flume has spread to our other wells, and we're continually closing them down. So um, it's pretty much the water is safe to drink. There's no problem. We are not pumping any of the water out of the ground into our plant except from our absolutely clean wells. As soon as there's any indication of contamination, we shut them down. Um, tonight we're going to bring people up to speed on that, give them all the technical information, and then also talk about the path forward, where we're going. Uh, we're, we'll need to create a new well field. And in the interim, we'll need to put in some devices in our current plant that will take out the, uh, the uh, contaminants that are there. We have had our uh, fire department uh, uh, survey all of the companies in the wellhead district, and none contain the contaminants that we're finding in our water except Ameren. So it's basically a battle, a David and Goliath kind of thing, between us and Ameren and the EPA and the Missouri Department of Natural Resources. They keep saying, well, they need to decide where the damage is coming from, where the contaminants are coming from. And we believe it's obvious, and there's just too much bureaucracy in the whole thing. So um, we're fighting tooth and nail to get uh, Ameren to step up and take responsibility for what we believe they've done to our water supply. So the EPA has to, it sounds like the EPA basically has to confirm uh, independently on their end that that Ameren is the source of this, and then there can be some movement. Ameren uh, could be held responsible. Uh, You've talked about the cost in the past. Is that kind of what's next, the EPA making that determination? Yes, the EPA. Well, first of all, we asked them for a public hearing, which we didn't get until uh, Congressman Lukenmeyer and some others, uh, Blunt and, and Holly and the rest of them, helped us. So finally, EPA had a hearing. Um, we had 1,200 people show up. It was supposed to end at the uh, beginning of December, and because of the output from the citizens, it's been extended out to March, but EPA has not even scheduled another uh, meeting yet. Uh, the people that were on the project back in the day when uh, Ameren was let off the hook somehow or other got involved in the new process, and uh, the lady that's been given the responsibility for it from the EPA has never come to any of the meetings. So we've got the the uh, gentleman who did it all before. He's back in the saddle, and all of a sudden, Ameren's not at fault anymore. So um, we're doing everything we can and trying everything we can to get this situation cleaned up. We did just get a statement from Ameren that says until the EPA-led investigation is complete, next steps cannot be determined. No matter the source, Ameren, Missouri, is committed to working with the EPA and the Missouri Department of Natural Resources. And uh, Ameren also says in this statement that drinking water remains safe in St. Charles. You said that earlier, Mayor, as well. Um, and so you're getting, you're getting water from the city of St. Louis, and citizens should not be concerned. No, the water is safe. Uh, we're buying water from the city of St. Louis, which we do every summer when we get into our peak periods, but we don't buy that much of it. But the process has gone on and on and on, and they keep talking about testing, 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 when it seems to be obvious to everybody uh, what the problem is. So moving forward, the, the immediate solution, you talk about a new well field and um, this, uh, this equipment to get rid of, to filter out the contaminants uh, from the water as well, and $120 million for that cost. And are you waiting until perhaps Ameren might be held responsible by the EPA before you move forward on that? Is it is it just a city of St. Louis and importing water uh, until that cost is figured out? I can't, I can't wait. 
I have to keep the water clean, and I have to do something about it now. I can't wait two years for the problem to be solved. So we've looked at some mobile equipment that we can possibly bring in. It's fairly expensive, but we think we can reactivate our wells, which what we keep hearing is, well, they're not at the maximum contamination level. Well, I don't care. If, if there's any contamination at all, I'm going to keep the well shut. I'm not going to take marginally contaminated water and pump it into our plant to see how it goes. Uh, MDNR said, well, test it every month. We'll test it once a quarter for a year and see how it goes. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put any contaminated water into my plant. So basically, if we bring in the mobile equipment, the $120 million is for the new well field and the equipment and everything else. That's a, that's a sum total. But we can bring the equipment in. It's fairly expensive, and we can, we can operate that way for the short term, at least we believe we can, until we get this resolved. But again, that burden is falling on my taxpayers, and that's, that's not appropriate. Well, after listening to this, you probably have more questions, and tonight is the uh, opportunity to ask them and get some answers, uh, if answers are available at this point. Uh, tonight at 6 p.m. at the Foundry Arts Center on North Main, uh, that's the public meeting tonight. Mayor Dan Borgmeyer of the City of St. Charles, thank you so much for the time and the great information. Thank you, sir. Have a good evening. Now, three things to know. Number three. This is Scott Jagow. I'm on the Million Dollar Mile at America Center. It's the 2023 St. Louis Auto Show. There's a $1.6 million Bugatti, Porsches, Rolls Royces, all kinds of beautiful, expensive cars. But there are also 400 new models of other cars from all kinds of manufacturers. You can come here with no pressure, sit in one, get an idea of if you like it or not. A lot of talk around electric vehicles at this event, the St. Louis Auto Show at America Center. Number two. This is Kevin Colleen. You can see the bullet holes and spiderwebby broken glass on some of the windows of the Eli Walker Lofts at 15th and Washington. Some residents of this eight-story posh condominium out walking their dogs say the overnight gunfire that shattered windows in the rear on the second story was not an isolated incident. They say they want more police patrols. They're tired of all the commotion in the streets, squealing tires, racing cars, gunshots, and they want security inside the building. Number one. This is Carol Daniel, the new St. Louis Police Chief Robert Tracy, and Mayor Tashara Jones sit down together for a KMOX exclusive interview. And I thank the mayor for having faith in me to select me as the first outside chief uh, in the history of the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. What stood out for me was his experience of coming in from the outside, building community, building relationships, building rapport with the other officers on the force. We discussed officer morale, car thefts, and more. Listen to the entire exclusive interview at KMOX.com. The news continues on Total Information PM. Lots of parents are asking if their child might be susceptible to a possible sudden cardiac arrest while playing sports, similar to what happened two weeks ago to the Buffalo Bills' Damar Hamlin. Unfortunately, it does happen, says WashU pediatric cardiologist Dr. Deepa Mokshagundam at St. Louis Children's Hospital. A sudden cardiac arrest can really occur in any sport, which is why we really, really focus on the importance of CPR education and AEDs being not only in schools, but also anywhere kids are playing sports, whether it's sports clubs, games, those sorts of things. A pre-participation physical exam done by a pediatrician is usually needed before any child can take part in a sport. 
Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. The St. Louis Planning Commission voted to designate the AT&T Tower as a blighted property. Developers are seeking 25 years of property tax breaks as they apply for funding to renovate Missouri's largest office building. The building has been vacant since 2017 and reportedly is in an increasing state of disrepair. It'll be up to the Board of Aldermen to decide whether to grant the incentives for a proposed $300 million mixed-use residential hotel and office rework of the 44-story building. The Internal Revenue Service is gearing up for the tax filing. Season. The official start date of the 2023 tax filing season is January 23rd, when the IRS will begin accepting and processing 2022 returns. The news comes after the National Taxpayer Advocate reported that the IRS watchdog is seeing a light at the end of the tunnel of the IRS's customer service struggles. That's because of the hiring of thousands of new workers and tens of billions of dollars in new funding provided to the IRS in the Democrats' climate and health law. The filing deadline for most taxpayers to submit their 2022 tax returns, file extensions, and pay money owed is Tuesday, April 18th. Norman Hall, Washington. The ratings are in, and it was a best ever for the Musial Awards, which ran nationwide Christmas Eve on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Almost 1.7 million viewers saw the show, which was recorded at the Stiefel Theater in November. It honored a number of people for sportsmanship, kindness, and selflessness in sports. Albert Pujols was the headliner, winning the Stan Musial Lifetime Achievement Award. The broadcast gave the nation numerous glamour shots of St. Louis, with many St. Louis company ads, including sponsor Maryville University. There will be one more broadcast of the show in St. Louis, January 20. 28th on KSDK. Well, beautiful music can soothe the soul, bring a smile to your face, or even a tear to your eye. CBS's Steve Hartman has the story of a young musician who will do all three in tonight's On the Road. To 11-year-old Jude Kofi of Aurora, Colorado, this surprise was music to his eyes. Obviously, whoever said the best things come in small packages was never gifted a grand piano. Jude's father, Isaiah. So one day it just shows up at the house? Yes. Awful free. Who does that? The answer in a moment. But first, the reason. About a year and a half ago, Jude's dad heard a noise coming from the basement. There was an old keyboard down there, but no one knew how to play it. Certainly not his autistic son, Jude. Or so he thought... Isaiah then got Jude a larger keyboard to see what more he could do. And boy, could he do. The kid never had a lesson. No one taught him any of this. How do you explain that you're as good as you are? It's a miracle. You think it's a miracle? That's what I prefer. Bill Magnuson prefers that too. Is he special? Is beyond special. He's Mozart level. It's coming from somewhere beyond. Bill is a piano tuner. He saw a local news story about Jude, heard him play, learned how his parents immigrated from Ghana, how they're raising four children and sending money back to Ghana. What resources are left over to help this special little soul? <laughs> Yours. Using an inheritance from his father, Bill bought the piano, spent $15,000. He has promised to tune it once a month for the rest of his life. Very nice. And he's even paying for Jude to get professional lessons. We're family now. 
somebody to just love your son like that by making sure that his future is secured, we are super thankful. Yeah. Press the pedal. Caring for other children as your own. The defining note of humanity. Steve Hartman, on the road in Aurora, Colorado. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.